Already. How many have you done? You said like two? Yeah, two exactly actually. How, how long have you been wrestling when you first started getting a little bit of exposure on podcasts? Uh, just this year actually. When like, did you first start? I started when I was 14, so 2015? 2015? Was when I started training. I got in shows when I was 16 though because no one obviously wanted to have anyone that young on a show. So. Do you feel your age has been a detriment to you so far? A little bit. Really hard to get booked out of state when you're under 18. Really hard. Just because, like, just travel, having to deal with your parents and that sort of thing? Yeah, and also a lot of promoters don't really trust that I'm underage. You know, they don't want me to, like, if anything were to happen to me, they don't want me to, like, press charges or anything like that. Or, like, I can't sign waivers for myself because I'm underage, so. How how long until that's over? Well, it's over now. I just turned 18, so I'm an adult now. Well, uh, happy late birthday, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, you said you started when you were 14? Yeah, I was 14 when I started training. Who first started training you? Uh, very first trainer ever. His name was Tommy Boucher. He's retired since. Where I trained with him for like six months. And then it switched over to uh, Tony Morales, who, of course, you could see it, I think, mostly at New Era Wrestling in Colorado. I'm not exactly sure. But yeah, and um, I, I train at Extreme Gym, so they have a lot of different trainers, like Adrian Matthews there, Joey Kincaid's there, um, Duff Doyle's there, but to be honest, the person I think I learned the most from was Tony Morales. I give most of my credit to him. And how did it first start? I mean, did you tell your parents, like, I want to start wrestling, and then they just, they encouraged you and then found a school for you? Well, um, I was always a huge fan of wrestling. I've been watching wrestling since I was three years old. Well, at least, of course, that's what I'm told. I don't remember, obviously. But, um, yeah, I was always a huge fan. I remember when I was 14, for some reason, I was, I don't know, I was just thinking, like, oh, what am I going to do with my life? It was just so stupid now that I'm looking back on it. But, yeah, I ended up uh, talking to my parents about, uh, like, you know, this is really, I always constantly think about wrestling. My whole life's about wrestling. I really would like to do this. And uh, I ended up actually just Google searching how to become a wrestler in Colorado, and uh, the school came up, so... Was it expensive? Uh, not as much as you would think. Not, not that much, yeah. I've heard, like, some more experienced wrestlers talk about, like, uh, Y2J saying, like, you know, it's like three grand yeah. for, for just, like, a month or something like that, and you had to give three grand right up front mm-hmm. and then sign some bullshit waiver that you can only wrestle for them and everything you do for them yeah. belongs to them. Well, it's at, a, it's at a gym, actually, so the owners of the gym are not wrestlers, are not promoters, are not anything like that, so they're really kind of... Like, there's no promotion that's uh, exclusive to that gym, so. So you started training for people that weren't training you to wrestle? Like, they were training you to, like, just get bigger and get agile? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, The the owners of the gym have a ring in their gym. Gotcha. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, of course, all the wrestlers are there training, so. 
Sorry. Those. No, you're fine, man. You're fine. Uh, how did they treat you at first? Did they really go hard on you because you were young, or they did they take you to their wing? Um, you know, it, a lot of people were really nice immediately. A lot of people would uh, kind of end up belittling me because of, you know, how young I am. And also, when I first started, I was a really small little kid and really shy and, like, would never uh, really break out of my shell. I'm still kind of like that, but, you know, not to the extent I used to be, so... You know, of course, anything any wrestler could do to embarrass me or, you know, make me kind of show my true self, which, of course, I needed it, because if not, I would have just had no personality whatsoever. I would never talk to anyone. When did your personality as a wrestler start emerging through your uh, training? Uh, I would say, like, it actually took a really long time. Like, for the longest time, like, we'd have to cut promos at practice, and I would be like shaking and too nervous and like actually not do it be like i can't do this i'm sorry <laughs> and like walk out like i can't and um i would say like really to be honest like maybe a year year and a half maybe even more than that i'm still trying to uh fully uh figure myself out as far as my wrestling type of personality goes well you said you were nervous when you first started like were you already cutting promos in your in your, in your bedroom and and constantly thinking about it and yeah well i mean yeah of course but with me i've always uh been a very introverted shy person i've always had really bad social anxiety so you know a lot like anytime i'd have to give a speech in school or anything like that i would you know have breakdowns i've it's actually really hard for me to you know as far as talking goes and as far as coming up with stuff on the spot goes and um so, yeah, to be honest, the, I've always been kind of athletic, so a lot of the wrestling stuff I was never really all that nervous about, but it was more of the character and the personality and the promos and the, you know, stuff like that that I would always be stressed about. When when, when you started coming into your own, and, and even though you're probably still stressing because all, all the good ones always still stress, uh, what was it like when you got your first pop? I mean, was the payoff... Yeah, uh, my very first, like, really big, great reaction from a crowd I ever got was um, a little over a year ago. I was wrestling Tony Morales, and I've I've been wrestling for, like, seven shows since. I couldn't win. I kept losing every month, every month. I finally won my first match. I hit him with the shooting star press, one, two, three, and the crowd just exploded. And, like, there's this running joke where I cry after all my matches, which is true. Whenever I win a match, I just feel so much emotion that I end up crying. Yeah. So <laughs> That's fine, man. Yeah, that was the first time that ever happened. So anytime I really... It was, it was really amazing, like, um, finally getting the crowd to be fully behind you and, like, finally... Like, that was a win for them, too. When did you first start hearing the crowd as a wrestler, uh, like, directing you in the ring? Um... You know, I still sometimes struggle with that. A lot of times I'm really focused on, you know, what's going on, like where I don't really, where I'm really not listening to them. But, you know, every now and then I have my moments where I can tell what they want from me or what's working and what's not. So. Like, directs you had, like, uh, from what I've heard, that if the more you hear them go crazy, the slower you need to go. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, in a sense. Like, the, a lot of people say if you think you're going too slow, then you should go slower. Which, in a sense, I guess that makes sense. Always to take your time and let everything, um, let everyone kind of react to what just happened instead of going, like, really fast so so much is happening that they don't know what's, you know, what's going on anymore. You know what I mean? Uh, when we were talking earlier, by the way, guys, we're uh, actually coming to you live at uh, Mile High Comics, where a new era usually uh, almost always does their shows here. It's one of the best places in the in the state to even just hang out in the first place. 
Um, I remember first seeing you a couple months ago, and I was told uh, from a very reputable source that you were the future. Now, that stood out to me that someone was putting someone so unknown, and no offense, I don't mean that in, oh, no worries, in any no way, because we're, we're, we're still a small organization in Colorado. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Putting you over in such a big fashion, someone yeah. so established, because uh, Jimbo just right off the bat said he loves you, and then uh, I needed to talk to you. And then I started, I actually started stressing about it myself, because... I'm 37, and people still treat me like I'm 16 or 17 because I look really young, mm-hmm. and, which really works in my favor a lot of times because people have no idea what I know or where I come from. And it, it, I told you right off the bat, but I, it stresses me out because I didn't want to come up to you like, hey, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Hey, I'm an established podcast. I'm not. I'm, I'm a journalist. Uh, I'm not here to get a scoop. I'm not here for someone to tell me, oh, this secret match is going to happen. No, 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 not that at all. But my extra anxiety, because I, I myself experience anxiety all the time. It's, yeah. it's a constant battle. Uh, whether Because um, I, I was a DJ for years. Uh, I was always on stage um, just rocking out. And just people didn't know how much that crushed me. At the same time, though, I can't, even though I've been a journalist for more than 10 years... How the hell am I going to talk to this guy? And, and But at the same time, though, I didn't think, how am I going to talk to this kid? That's yeah. not what I thought at all. And I, then I appreciate that. I do. Most people, yeah, it's just that treat me like, you know, I'm super in, in, uh, inferior to them because of how young I am. It, yeah, that's, that's a bunch of bullshit. But I also didn't want any, you to think, like, that I was coming at you, like, this is what you should do. And also... I try to put myself in your shoes because god that pisses me off man i'm just thinking about what people still think about me when i'm 37 that what the hell are you thinking at your age yeah and yeah i appreciate you like trying to uh see things from my perspective because a lot of people you know don't do that they don't have to they don't have to worry about that so i do appreciate that no uh, absolutely man and one of the things i wanted to first uh ask you uh as a person do people give you a lot of unwarranted advice? Um, I do. I definitely get a lot of advice, and it, it it becomes overwhelming at times, just because everyone's telling me, you know, something different, and who should I listen to? And a lot of the times, I, you know, it's so much that I end up just doing whatever I want anyway. So it it could be definitely overwhelming for sure. How has that worked in your favor, just doing whatever you want? Well, I mean, I. To, in all honesty, in wrestling, um, for me, as long as I know that I'm doing the right thing and uh, just being kind to people, to be honest, that, that's gotten me probably further than anything else is just being a nice human being. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, knowing, and another thing, knowing my value, knowing my worth, because people will take advantage if they can, especially of someone like me that's so young, that'd be, you know, easy to take advantage of. Yeah, definitely just knowing that I'm doing the right thing and knowing that, knowing my worth is what I would say. I would be worried that people would be coming after you. Uh, obviously, if you're a great wrestler, they're going to want you. But at the same time, though, you're one of the few high flyers in the state, especially ones that can do it well. Mm-hmm. I can imagine that. I appreciate as, that, by the way. Absolutely, man. I mean, like, uh, I'm not blowing smoke in I've seen your matches. I've seen everything that's on you on YouTube. It's one of the reasons we're here. But I can imagine that adds an extra spice to it. No, we really want this guy, but there's maybe a little bit more of a different intention there because you have higher abilities than most. Yeah, 
Well, yeah, there's not a lot of high flyers here in Colorado, so of course, me being on a show can, you know, possibly make any show different, because a lot of places, you know, the whole show, you won't see a single high-flying move, because there's no high flyers on the show, mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, uh, I think a lot of the times, that's probably a lot of the reasons why I'm getting books, bookings so much in Colorado, is because of that, and, um, yeah, so... Who, uh, who in particular is really taking you under the wing that you do trust their advice? Oh, um, one of the best people I've ever met is Joey Kincaid. And um, really, honestly, a great, just a great human being. Um, very good wrestler. And then, like, anytime I'm going through anything in real life, he's really always been there for me since I've known him. So very, very good person. Damon couldn't say enough nice things about him. Yeah, great, like, really great person, so... What is some of the best advice he's given you as a wrestler? Or even as a... Actually, let's start at wrestler and then tell me some advice as a person. Well, as a wrestler, he's just... A like a lot of people, uh, as long as, you know, you know your worth and you're going to, you know, get paid what you're worth or, you know, get in return what, you, you know, you're giving to any certain promotion. Right. So, uh, there's a lot of guys that will say that. A lot of guys won't say that. A lot of guys will just say, you know get booked everywhere get booked as much as possible you know exposure is worth the pay mm -hmm. which in my opinion this is just my opinion a lot of people think differently i don't really do that if that's what they're gonna say like we're not gonna pay you but you'll get exposure i'm not gonna probably do the show you know what i mean what if it was so, a really what if it was a really big show that's different that's i mean like anyone you know if it's an unheard of thing like if it's an unheard of promotion and they're trying to sell me on that yeah I'm, probably not going to do it <laughs> you know what i mean mm -hmm. but like of course if like you know some giant promotion that has you know a million followers or a million viewers mm -hmm. of course of course i would do it do you find that some people uh obviously you're easily telling me this do you find that some people think that you're cocky in any sort of sense i honestly i try my best not to be i'm sure that it comes across that way just because of how i am a lot of people will uh you know work for free and stuff like that and that's fine like I don't care do whatever you want but yeah I just I I think I'm worth more than that which could come off as cocky I try my best like I don't know I, I'm, I'm sure some people think that I try my best not to be though well earlier when we first were setting up I mentioned that I don't like to use the word crazy because it's a overused word uh it comes down to the real definition of some different words for example cocky or confident yeah. Cocky is you're just an arrogant asshole. <laughs> Confident yeah. means I know my worth up to a point, uh, especially, um, and this is one of the things that I felt, I feel that I was trying to put in myself in your shoes, is that you know your worth, but then you've got a million different people telling you how much you're worth and then trying to figure out who the hell you are. I mean, that, that's one thing that, Hell, I, I barely figured out who the fuck I was maybe, like, four years ago, and I'm 37. Like, I was 36 when I realized I should probably listen to my dad's advice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> As sure. opposed to being, uh, you said you're uh, 18? Yeah. Eight, to 18 and then being told who you are and what you should do. Yeah. Uh, does, it, does it fuck with you, like, it, it, in you, your own internal monologue? It, yeah, I, I don't talk a lot about this, but it definitely does. Because there's a lot of people saying I'm good. A lot of people saying I, you know, I'm dog shit. That I fuck, like I suck. You know, it just it all depends. Like it really comes down to being positive and listening to the people that are going to be honest with you and are actually care about you. And um, yeah, stuff like that. And as far as the uh, like cocky and confident, I try my best to be more on. I try not to have an ego. 
is what I'm trying to say, because that's, like, a really dislikable trait anyway, just in general. Like, you don't want to hang out with someone that's, you know, bragging all the time. Right. I, I do my best not to do that myself. Um, so, yeah, like, it just... Sorry, I got a little off track. No, no, keep, no, keep yeah, going. You're uh, fine. It just depends on who you're going to listen to and who you trust and stuff like that. When it when it comes down to it, if you were to be able to silence that sort of thing, uh, I would find. Well, uh, who are the who are your favorite people in, in the business here? Like, like, uh, like, tell me the boys you wrestle with that you that you love the most that you wrestle with. Okay, well, um, so like I said, Joey Kincaid is mm-hmm. one of. Uh, like I said, one of my favorite people, as well as I don't know if you've seen Benjamin Cumberbatch. I have not. Okay, well he's a wrestler at New Era. He was in Vanity Inc. and yeah, another just. I've it, seen him, but I, I haven't met him. Oh, okay, for yeah, sure, yeah. for sure. Another just great person um, when he's you know not wrestling. A really good person to look up to. A really good role model. A really you know is going to be like really the nicest guy you could ever meet in real life. In all honesty, he really is. Um, there's a wrestler named Brumach. I'm not sure if you know him. He, no. he, uh, I'm not even sure. He's not really exclusive to any promotion. But, yeah, he and I uh, started training at the same time, and uh, he's not in New Era yet. He will be at some point, I'm sure. But, um, yeah, another one of my best friends. Um, so, yeah, to be honest, I enjoy wrestling the people that I'm, like, more close with in real life, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, just because, like, I can trust them, you know what I mean? Trust, so. trust, trust them to take care of you in the ring, or trust them in just in general as a whole. Well, there's, there's a, uh, yeah, kind of, kind of both, to be honest. Because, uh, like you know, there's certain wrestlers that their ego will get in the way, and then they won't protect you in the ring because you know they don't. This never happened to me, obviously, but this has happened before in the business. Like, uh, they don't want whoever they're wrestling to succeed, or maybe they do, but they'd never want them to do better than they're doing. You know. So, you know, um, maybe be a little bit more unsafe, maybe hit a little bit harder, whatever the case may be. Um, like I said, I've never had anything like that happen to me, but, you know, I've I've always been, like, kind of a very anxious and paranoid person. So, like, it's sometimes it's just a lot easier to wrestle people I know and trust. Anyone at New Era, I know very well. I love all of them. All of them are great people. So I'm very comfortable here. I'm very comfortable with wrestling whoever they put me up against. Uh, one of my favorite guys that I've seen wrestle for New Era is Jason. Jason? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. For that, sure. that guy, I, uh, he seems like he's been around more than the average bear, but at the same time, though, he makes everyone look good mm-hmm. whether or not he's going to win or not. Like, that, that's one of the, the traits I look for in a, in a good wrestler is, like, for example, I don't like The Miz but I like the fact that when he does a promo, that he makes the other... Even if he's shitting on the guy straight up, he's still mm-hmm. shining him up yeah. really, really well. For or, sure. Or building some sort of momentum that would... In, in, and that's what I've, I've seen from Jason so far. Uh, I love... Um, obviously, he's one of our alumni. Uh, you know, um, Damon. Damon Ace. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I'll miss that guy at like 3 in the morning. You got a good idea. Like, what is it, brother? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what is it? Let, let's hear it. Or, or we'll we'll shoot on each other. Like hell, we had like a, a big old strain on um, on Lilith. Lilith posted a random thing how she was gonna cut her hair, and I was like, no, don't do it. And then I started shooting on on, uh, 
on Damon, and then it just became this thing. And then Damon Malice came in like a week later, and it was just so much fucking fun yeah. see, seeing that 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 go back and forth. And I'm really looking forward to that match when it happens, and mm-hmm. uh, I think in Fort Collins. And then also, I'll actually be at the. Um, Colorado Springs match, the 13th one on Friday. I'm actually be doing a uh, the the first like interviews, uh, pre-match interviews, okay, and doing awesome. some uh, backstage stuff. But that's one of the reasons, another one of the reasons why I wanted you on the show, so we can get you on uh, put this post this on Monday, mm-hmm. so everyone can hear it and get build some extra momentum for your match with Jimbo yeah. on, on Friday, which a lot of people are really looking forward to. Yeah, for especially sure. Jimbo. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah, he he actually messaged me when he got the news that we were going to be wrestling. He's like, finally, we're going to have our match. I've been waiting for this for years. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that, too. Have you guys talked a lot? Uh, me and Jimbo? Yeah. He actually, he was one of the first people I ever met in wrestling. We trained together um, years ago, way back when I was a little 14-year-old. He actually told this story on the podcast where... Uh, I'll just retell it because he left out something that was kind of important. Mm-hmm. So we do this drill called the four corners drill, right. which, which is a selling drill. So like you get punched and you have to, you know, sell. And um, I wasn't doing that. It was like my third day of practice. Just I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. And um, anytime I want to do that, they'd be like, why aren't you selling? I'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Always sorry. 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 Yeah. And uh, the trainer at the time, Tommy Boucher, was like... <laughs> You know, if you say sorry one more time, he's going to chop you. Let it, Like, five minutes later. Sorry, he chops me. And he goes, and I didn't sell the chop. And he goes, all right, if you don't sell and if you say sorry, he's going to chop you. Mm-hmm. And then this is what, like, my dad was out uh, sitting outside the ring just laughing his ass off the entire time. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, no, he, he uh, like, gave me a punch or whatever. And I go, and I just didn't react to it. I just stood there. I go, oh, fuck. Oh, I didn't sell. I'm sorry. And then he chops me as hard as he can to the point where it's like I'm bleeding and everything and like skinny little 14 year old just getting abused at practice. It was it was pretty crazy. Pretty funny story though. So I bet you got a lot of respect from that on the back end because you could take that sort of abuse and yeah. not even not even fucking notice. <laughs> yeah. Well, like uh, like I said, I was so shy and like I wouldn't show emotion. So like, it was, selling was always so hard when I first started. Even when I was actually getting hurt from the chops, I wouldn't even really react to it that bad, you know. Is that when you obviously it was just your natural reaction? But do you like that sort of wrestling style, like the Japanese like strong style, where it's the no sell? Um, uh, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I kind of have my own thing that I do. I don't really have a certain style. So. Well, what is your thing so far? So, well, I mean, I guess I'm a high flying wrestler, and I've always, um, I've always tried to make the other person. Ever since you know, I've got out of, you know, that state of training, and I realized how important it is to make the other person look as good as possible. Right. And that's always what I try to focus on before myself. At least most of the time, I do my best to do that. And that was another thing I wanted to get back to as far as trust goes, because a lot of times people won't do that for you. You know, they'll just get all whatever they want to get in and just, you know, fuck you over and make you look like a bitch, essentially. Because you can't have that. I mean, you can put someone over, but if you start looking like a bitch, yeah. uh, you got to have a problem. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, for what I try to do is always try to make the other person look better than me or, you know, at least as good as me. That's what I wanted to hear from you. That's exactly what I want to hear yeah. from you. That, that's that's what there's. Uh, I'll be. I've been doing the wrestling interviews for that long, but there's even just within the first interview, 
I immediately, in hearing interviews from other wrestlers that have listened to a million podcasts, is there certain things I want to hear that I can't tell you that I want to hear from you. That way I become more invested in you and I'm relieved, honestly. Uh, honestly relieved Um, who are some of your favorite like uh, high flyers Uh, obviously if you're in high flying you're in the luchadors uh... well actually no not really I'm not even that big of a fan of luchadors like not like right now like I never really watched them that much growing up in general like you know of course I don't mind them (laughs) I'm not against the luchadors right right but But, you're you're high flying but you stick like with the American yeah Yeah, uh, actually my favorite high flyer growing up uh, well one of them anyway was John Morrison oh absolutely it was, you know, never made it like he was in WWE, didn't make it all the way to the top of WWE or anything. One of my favorite wrestlers, um, Rob Van Dam, was a huge influence on my style and everything. Um, but overall, my favorite wrestler of all time was not even a high flyer, which is kind of weird, I guess. It was Edge. Edge? Yeah, and I, I liked him as a kid because he was, and he was like the biggest heel at the time, too. Oh, yeah. And for some reason, he was my favorite. And I was like a normal kid. I hated the bad guy. I loved the good guy. Except Edge. Edge was always my favorite. And I had a weird reason why. Because I've always had kind of a guilty conscience when I'm like, just in general in life. I was I always loved him because like he never had that. And I was like, you know how easy my life would be if I could just not give a shit like Edge? Not give a so. shit. Especially when they worked into that, the storyline, that the actual real life thing that yeah, <laughs> him that, and Lita, like... Which, which now I realize is, like, ridiculously fucked up. That's pretty but. fucked up. But at the same time, though, I was, let's see, I was in college. So it was, like, I want to say 2001. Uh, it was, like, 2001, 2002, or maybe three. It's been a while, and I've been hitting the head quite a long time. Uh, tw- quite a lot of times, but not by steel, <laughs> not by steel chairs. Um, but I didn't care that it was fucked up because I just wanted Lita. <laughs> oh. I just wanted Lita. You know, I didn't... I. I don't know about that. Lita's not your girl? Uh, for some reason, everyone talks about how hot she is. I was never that attracted to Lita. Who's, who um, was that? Any of, the, any of the girls that you liked? Um, growing up, uh, Kelly Kelly, for sure, for sure. Oh, yeah. You could, you'd have to be stupid enough to... Yeah. Yeah, yeah that girl could turn anyone. <laughs> yeah. That, that girl could turn Liberace. I'm not thinking <laughs> on that one. All right, so you started watching it young. Uh, you started when you were 14. Now you're here. What was going through your mind when you realized you were actually graduated from being trainee to actually, and forgive me, but I consider you a professional wrestler despite your age. Oh, yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, Thank you. I don't want you to think that. Um, Now you're a professional wrestler. You are a legit fucking professional wrestler. Whether you're not, you're in something that is new era that's not all the way, you know, ring of honor. Yeah. What was going through your head when you realized, holy shit, I'm in the business? Okay, well, um, so I got contacted by the promoter that I was going to be on the show. It was uh, it was almost like two years ago. I think it was September 9th, 2017. So, almost uh, to the day. Almost to the day, yeah. So, um, my immediate thing is my immediate doubt in myself that I'm not ready and I'm nervous. And whatever it is, but I was like, you know, if I if I turn this down, I don't know when I'm gonna have another opportunity. Um, and it turns out my first match ever, I give almost all the credit to Adrian Matthews. That was my first match. Uh, my uh, we were opening at um, the Buffalo Rose at the time, and uh, 
our match uh, blew the roof off the place. It was one of, I think everyone was saying it was the best match of the night, my first match ever, which, Beautiful. which is unheard of, never happens. And like I said, I give most of the credit to Adrian Matthews for sure. But um, yeah, it was, a, it was just a really, it was a, like I said, the locker room's a great environment, great experience. Everyone wants you to, you know, succeed. And um, Was you that your first payday? Yeah, that was my uh, that was my first anything I did in a show. So, yeah, um, it was it was amazing, man. Like I'm I'm glad it worked out the way it did. Uh, when it comes to the, there's been a larger influx now of the guys from Arizona and Albuquerque coming in lately. Uh, I'm really looking forward to some of those guys, especially because I know that uh, we're going to see that in Fort Collins. I've seen some uh, already. Uh, Cactus League, yeah. I think. Cactus yeah, League. for yeah. sure. Yeah. I've been trying to get on that show. Just uh, They've been all booked up or, you know, whatever the case may be. So, uh, so we got the match coming up on Friday. Uh, any expectations you have for the Colorado Springs crowd? Um, yeah, they've always, always been a really good crowd every time I've been there. Uh, I don't know if you were uh you know colorado united too were you around for that no okay i was not around for it but i knew of it okay well like uh my mom had passed away a few months ago and um uh big guns you know him i know big guns okay cool very amazing another great human being uh to my knowledge i think it was his idea or at least he put together the show for um to raise money for me and my family after this uh, loss, and um, sorry to hear that, brother. Oh no, you're good. No worries. Uh, but the turnout was just unbelievable for that show. Like way more than I thought it was ever going to be. And uh, we raised like a, over a thousand dollars, and it was just, you know, CSW fans and CSW itself always, you know, has a place uh, for me at least. And um, you know. Uh, are you, yeah. com- are you comfortable talking about that show? CSW? No, about the, the show about tell Braves from money for your family. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, of course. Uh, tell me about it. Like, well, the, how many matches? I mean, like, what was going through your head? Um, I'm, I'm not sure how many matches there were, but... Um, were you even there? Yeah. Like, no, I mean, like, Oh, here. yeah. Well, you know, it, luckily it was a few months after my mom had passed away. I've actually... Uh, as soon as my mom passed away, I had to show the, because she, I, some weekday she ended up, you know, passing. And then I had to show the Saturday, New Era Wrestling. And um, on that show, uh, BZB, I don't know if, I, he hasn't been around that much, actually. I haven't I have seen no him in a while. I have no idea who BZB is. He's, uh, <laughs> he's, um, he's one of the top hills at New Era. Well, he was one of the top hills. I'm not sure what he's up to now. But um, he uh, cut this promo where he said, um... Oh, I'm trying to remember what he said. Okay. He goes, you got a lot of support here tonight. Too bad someone's not here to support you. And he looks up, and the crowd just, like, he, we were all afraid that he was going to end up, like, getting stabbed outside. Because, yeah. like, you know, I, of course I give him the, you know, it's okay. You could say that. Like, right. you're going to get a lot of heat. Like, a lot. And, um, yeah, and I almost feel like a lot of New Era fans went to that CSW show even. But, um, sorry, that was really off track. But the CSW uh, Colorado United 2 was, um, it was it was an amazing experience, too. And, uh, yeah, like, I wrestled against all the new people in wrestling, which uh, was AJ Holiday, Brumach, uh, Achilles, and this other guy, Gabriel Alexander, who ended up, uh, I think, moving away. But, um, 
match was good. Everything was okay. Of course, I've I've been stressed out about you know the passing of my mom. Been warning so. You know, any shows after that or any trainings after that, um, I always felt a little off. You know, I've always felt uh, like there's always something weighing on me, and it's usually that on top of, like, you know, I've had relationship problems since and, you know, any other problems for me personally. And uh, I think wrestling always kind of helped with that, always helped me cope, so... Now, uh, when it when it comes to wrestling, uh, obviously regular life like interferes a lot. Like, how do you how do you get those demons out? Like, do you go train? Do you? Um... Um, so yeah, <laughs> definitely training. Uh, it's really because like uh, most of my friends are wrestlers anyway. So just really being around you know good people to help me get through certain things. Because like you know a lot of stuff has happened to me this past year where I definitely need you know friends and. Like, not that I'm, like, trying to, you know, make a pity party on myself, but never had a lot of friends in school just because, like, all throughout school I was always the poor kid. I never had a phone. You go to a a classroom in elementary school and they all pull out their phones all the time, I'm sure now. So, you know, I have no way to relate to these people. No one likes wrestling in high school. Not anymore, anyway. So, um, yeah, like, a lot of it, uh, just all the good people in uh, professional wrestling itself usually helps me a lot of the time to get through whatever I'm going through or I'll get on this kick of working out a lot more because, you know, you, I'm not the biggest guy ever and, uh, you know, I'm still 18 so I have a really good metabolism so, like, I don't always have to work out to look decent so a lot of the times I just won't but, like, if I'm going through a lot I definitely find myself in the gym a lot more often than I normally would be. What are you listening to in your headphones in the gym? I listen to um, a lot of... Uh, metal mostly but not like the hardcore kind like I know you're a big fan of that and uh, that's fine I mean I listen to it every now and again I like to uh I like the clean vocalists I like you know what I mean I do I don't know if you get what I'm no you yeah. like like okay it's so the difference between what a Treo used to be like when he screamed I mean Avenged Sevenfold uh, when he was screaming to now when he's actually singing and yeah uh, it's, 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 it's is that what you mean by yeah kind of it's funny you brought uh Treo so you know the ba- the song uh, "Right Side of the Bed." Absolutely. So I like the the part where he's not screaming <laughs> in that song. So, uh, what do you usually do in the gym? Is there anything particular that you that you focus on a lot? Uh, anytime I go to the gym, because it's like I'm kind of a piece of shit. I don't go as much as I should. So anytime I end up going, um, I always do full body workout. So I'll do I'll start with lifting. Uh, you know, with I'll do chest exercises and. Um, then bicep, forearm, legs, and then I'll do a whole fuck ton of cardio because for some reason, I don't know, maybe I'm like a demon or something, but like for some reason that helps me <laughs> the most, like when I'm frustrated, when I'm upset, running on like a treadmill or running in general and listening to music and just, I don't know, it helps let out that aggression for whatever reason. And then after that, I do a whole lot of abs too, so. <laughs> I noticed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's kind of your thing, isn't it? That's a, yeah, it's about it, though. Yeah, I was wondering if I, for the uh, graphic, I should use just a straight-up uh, CM Rice photo of just your abs, and everyone just, oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to put your fucking name on it. Just said <laughs> Minefields, Indie Wrestling Report, number whatever. Oh. <laughs> I know who that is. Yeah. I know whose abs those are. <laughs> yeah. Do you find that listening to music sometimes in the gym is a cheat? Uh, some people say that. I, I don't really give a shit. I'm gonna do it anyway. I can't even work out without music. 
like I fucking get to the gym without my earphones and I go back home to get them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I can't do it. So I I found it when I go to the gym because I've been going to the gym a lot more lately. But it's just one of those things that I can focus on someone else's thoughts or my own. But the thing is though. My, my thoughts are fucking scary, and I want nothing to do with them. Yeah. <laughs> I want nothing to do with them. I, I don't want to hear what's been pissing me off. But then sometimes uh, I'll... All right, fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, all right, let's, let's get this through. And sometimes it helps, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Um, how often do you train? Uh, as far as wrestling training? Yeah, well, both. Okay, well, like I said, I don't work out nearly as much as I should when I feel like I'm starting to get fat. I, I do abs almost every day. Other than that, I don't work out as much as I should. <laughs> uh, but uh, pro wrestling training, I go twice a week, or sometimes more, depending on if I'm free or not. And uh, y'all have different training groups, don't you? Kind of. Uh, Monday and Wednesday, there's a trainer named Joe. I don't, or actually, just Monday usually is a trainer named Joe that I don't normally uh, make it to just because I'm busy or I don't have a ride. But then Tuesdays, Joey Kincaid. Uh, Wednesdays, Adrian Matthews, and Thursdays, Duff Doyle. So. But, you, of course, we're available to go to anyone we want. Who's usually training with you? Uh, so we got, like, Damon Ace, Balaam. Uh, that guy I mentioned earlier, Brumach, is normally there. Um, of course, Lilith. Um, I think you interviewed most of the people that I train with, so. I think so. Uh, you guys. Like, I, I can't even really think of, besides Brumach, which I'm sure you'll get a chance to meet him at some point, too. Um, yeah, I th think you know everyone. When's the next New Era show? Uh, this Saturday, um, was it September 14th? 14th. So you're, yeah. doing, you're doing the 13th CSW, 14th New Era. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Who, uh, who are you up against? Uh, not sure yet. Has we'll been, see. Has, the card hasn't been announced yet? Uh, not to me, not to anything of my knowledge, so we'll see. I'm not sure. Well, what else do you do here for fun, man? Like, I mean, if you've, you've got all the time, like, what are you up to? Uh, like I said, I'm a pretty introverted person, so a lot of the times, you know, I'm a big fan of, like, movies and TV shows. Like, I don't mind just chilling inside uh, video games big fan of video games and podcasts and you know just you know a lot of time to myself essentially which if, for me for someone like me that's like essential like that's something i need in order to function i don't know if everyone's like that it's just yeah, i guess it comes with being an extremely introverted person everyone has their own drug of choice do you partake in the colorado festivities no, I don't. Uh, it's been, like, hit or miss. Either people just stay the fuck away from it in wrestling. Yeah. Or they're, like, really, really into it. <laughs> they're really, really into it. And I'm, it's, it, you know, to each their own, I, 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 all these guys are awesome. I, sorry to put you on the spot. Oh, no, <laughs> you're good. No worries. All right, all right. So you're wearing a Bucks of Jericho shirt right now. Yeah. Who are you into right now? What do you mean? Like, uh, do you watch, like, uh, do you watch uh, Impact? Do you watch... Whatever's on, I'll watch everything. I don't. I'm not biased against any promotion whatsoever. Anyone, I, anyone in particular that's really got your, you got your eye on that you really like? Don't ever want to miss the matches because personally, like right now, I'm just a big John Moxley mark. Like I've watched everything that he's done in for sure, for sure. Any, anyone in particular you're looking at? Okay, it's been like a few years where I've been like this. I don't know why I'm on this kick still. Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I think uh, for some reason I just I enjoy his matches. Uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are the same way. Um, yeah, and 
like I end up watching a lot more WWE than any other, any other promotion because it's easier for me to get. That's fine. So yeah, a lot of people are hating on it right now, yeah. but it's still good wrestling. Yeah, like I said, I'm not shitting on any promotion whatsoever. I just that's the way I end up. I, I always like I kind of want to watch um, All Elite, but like I'm I don't have you know the that network to get that shit. So you know, how do you write your promos now? What like, do you mean? Like when when you come down to you've got a show coming up. Uh, you and you and the uh, managers, do you guys sit down and like do bullet points or do you for br- promos? Yeah, for promos. For me? Yeah, for you. Oh no! What? <laughs> Nothing like that. Yeah. Uh, just kind of you have to come up with it yourself. Me personally, if I'm filming a promo, I will usually film it myself. Usually, and I will think it through and I will film it until it's perfect and how I want it to be. Because, yeah, it just, I don't normally write down my uh, promos because, like, if I forget anything, um, you know, that fucks up the whole promo for me. I'll end up forgetting everything in that case. So, um, just really kind of try to think it through. Um, at, at practice, we always cut promos, and mine are normally the worst one of the night. And Why do you say that? I'm, I'm not very good at thinking on the spot like that. And also, like I, like I said, I get very nervous when, you know, giving speeches or anything like that. So, I... Like, if I really think it through, I could cut a good promo. Or if someone gives me a script, this has never happened to me. Not yet, anyway. But if someone gave me a script, I would be fine. But um, coming up with shit on the spot, like, with nothing to go off of, yeah, just for whatever reason, that's really tough for me. Only when I'm, only when I'm talking about, like, promos or, like, just speaking in general or having to think fast like that. Because in the ring, I could do that, you know, all day. But uh, <laughs> as far as promos go, can't. Is it the adrenaline? Uh, you mean like in the in the ring? Oh, okay. It might be. Uh, I don't know. I I think pretty. I I like to think I think pretty clearly in the ring. Do you consider yourself a heel or a face? Face, one hundred percent face. Is it because you want to be face? Because you've always loved the good guy? I'm not a not heel material. I don't think I wrestled as a heel once, and I got cheered for by everyone. I called someone fat. And everyone was like, yeah, fat, and, like, pointed at them. And I was like, that's not what I wanted. I wanted nah. you guys all to hate me. And, like, I went and bought them a beer afterward. Well, I gave them money to buy a beer. I'm not old enough. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. Maybe I don't look like a heel yet. Or I'm maybe, I'm not sure. Do you, no. Would you ever be interested in being a heel? Yeah, yeah it's really, it's a lot of fun being a heel. It is. Um, I would suspect so, considering that Morrison and uh, Ziggler, who I was, <laughs> I, I always kind of consider them, like, a little bit more of, like, Tweeners, but leaning more towards more towards heel, uh, considering mm. like their especially their, Dolph, especially Dolph, the, the the vibe that they give off, uh, their their cockiness, <laughs> as opposed to their yeah. confidence. Well, the thing I always thought about Dolph is like he's like a likable heel, which is like I think he has a lot of fifty fifty. A lot of people say he's really good. A lot of people, you know, actually hate him. So yeah, we we actually call him Queef Ziggler. Ah. Uh. <laughs> My buddies have been calling him Queef Ziggler for years. <laughs> what the why? That doesn't even what? It's just that doesn't first, even rhyme with. It's just the first anything. thing that popped in our heads. We just started calling him Queef Ziggler, and we sound like assholes. Like we used to call it, like back in two thousand one, we called Curtanus Curtanus for like years, <laughs> and, huh. and we didn't know any better. Wait, wait, we were you, just, you trying to say Kurt Angle? Yeah, Kurt Angle. You said Kurt. You just said the because that's all we've yeah. ever said. <laughs> because that's all we ever said. Uh, one of one of my dreams came true last year. We went to WrestleMania in New Orleans, and I finally got to say, "You suck," even though I actually fucking love of the course, guy. Of course, yeah, <laughs> I fucking love the guy. Um, I don't even know why I even brought that into. It. I sound like a complete fucking asshole, right? Now. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, like, a, like a dumbass, actually. Sorry, oh, you're good. No. <laughs> so, so, sorry, minefields, we'll, MFers. We'll, uh, we'll fix it in post. Uh, I'm a lot smarter than I sound at the moment. Um, wow. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. But yeah, this is... Uh, before we wrap up here, uh, tell me your moveset. Like, uh, any particular moves that you uh, usually go to? Um, um, your favorites? Yeah, I always... Uh, every match, do a super kick, usually. Always do a sling blade. Um... I do this uh, running, flying knee a lot like uh, I think Daniel Bryan used to do it. A lot of people do it now, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, my finishers are, like, the 450 and the shooting star. Yeah, just whatever fly, high-flying stuff I could get in, I'll do my best to get in. You do pretty well here, man. You got a lot of fucking room here, too. Like, yeah. Uh, this is a wonderful place. Like, I don't know why they didn't, no one thought about this sooner to have wrestling matches you know, here. I, I think that... Uh, other promotions used to run here. I'm, uh, don't quote me on that, but like I I'm think sure I, I think I heard about that. I'm yeah. sure they have, but like to have something continuous in such high quality as New mm-hmm. Era is, and it's unique too. A lot of people are like you know you don't hear any wrestling promotion ever wrestling in a comic book store, comic know. book warehouse. Actually, this is the biggest the one, largest one ever. Yeah, yeah. a lot of good stuff here. A lot, a lot of good. Sure. Do you partake in any of the comic book? Anything? Um, Unfortunately, I don't know how to read. So, no, I'm just kidding. But, uh, no, I, I, I was never that big of a fan of comic books, me personally. Like, I'm not, like, against it. I just never had a chance to get into it, I guess. Um, I mean, like, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind. Like, I've been a big fan of superheroes and stuff, just not really comic books, so. Hey, but one thing I forgot to ask you a minute ago was any moves that you're wanting to do. Yes, okay, I got this one I've been thinking about for a while. No one can show me how to do it or teach me, and it, no one does it. Uh, the You watch Our truth ever? Absolutely. Where he does that fucking shoulder tackle and just fucking twirls out of it? If I could figure out how the, how he does that the way he does, that would be that. yeah, that would be my shit. I've been thinking about that for a long time. And it's just like, anytime I try doing that, I just elbow someone in the face. I've only done it at practice. So, like, yeah, I'm going to keep wrecking people until I get that down. No, that, that sounds amazing. I can't yeah. wait for you to be able to pull it off. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, that we, uh, how do we find you on social media? Okay, so face, well, I don't really, Facebook is definitely a personal thing for me. Um, but I have an Instagram, which is the Flying Hawaiian Pro, and a YouTube channel, which is just Logan Austin. Well, this has been great, man. Uh, this is solid. This is one of my favorites so far. Cool, uh, cool. I really appreciate the time that you took to come out here. Of course. Today. I know you're. Uh, I know you're busy not not uh, working out and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just sitting at home. <laughs> no, nah, you've got a lot of stuff to take care of. I know you got, you got a lot of good things to look forward to. Um, there's you're definitely someone that I would put my money on as a betting man. Oh, I appreciate that. Man. Thanks a lot. But yeah, uh, minefields. This is uh, this is dangerous. Over and out. Wow. Thank you very much.